welcome back to our podcast, Besties and Book Clubs. We're your hosts. We're still your hosts, Corinne Krasner, Tara Fisher, and this week we are talking about something that I have been waiting my entire life for, it feels like, or at least since I was 12, and that is Tara... Sorry, you, you should say. Oh, it. shit. That is <laughs> Tracy Jackson, the Olympians <laughs> TV show, episodes one through three. I'm so excited. I wish that this show came out a long, long time ago um, so that we would have more material to discuss. I, I just... I'm, because we were just like... as Corinne and I were just talking about this like mm-hmm. five seconds ago. Like, I genuinely... Because we were talking... We're going to later talk about things that we don't care that if they get caught. Or yeah. maybe we will if we can think of anything. Um, And I realized that I don't remember this book at all. So I That's really fair. wish that we were like recapping the fifth season of the Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wish that this series had. I wish that we were younger when yeah. the series came out. I I really I really do. Um, I shotgunned. That's and then <laughs> no, I didn't. I um read the I reread the last book real quickly because I've read it so many times now. Yeah. So all I honestly all I really need is like a little refresh, and then I'm like, oh, I like totally forgot that happened. <laughs> so I I I very recently reread the first book so I could kind of be aware of what was happening in the TV show. Yeah. Just because I was like, I know that if I go into this blind, I'm not going to remember a single damn thing. Because I, I don't know. I'm like Dory from Finding Nemo. I think I have, I have the memory of a goldfish. So. Yeah. It's not, it's not super, (laughs) it's not super helpful in that. But, yeah. Tara, before we get into this Percy Jackson talk, what is something you have been doing this week or loving this week or so oh my god thoughts long time ago not a long time ago about a year ago i started listening to back to the bar Mm, another podcast with um christy and kelly from dance moms and then i have oh it's from them yeah you didn't know that no i thought it was the girls but actually back to the bar makes a lot more sense yeah, it's the moms. Okay. So it's so funny. So about a year ago, I like started listening to that, but I haven't listened to it in a really long time. Mm-hmm. So for whatever reason, like this past week, I've been really into it. And on kind of got into it like re- like the day a day or two before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And Christmas Eve, I was at my grandparents' house, and Chad and I got into this fight because I was supposed to sleep in like so my grandfather just got a hip replacement, so Aww. he's sleeping on the in like on the uh, couch downstairs. That makes sense. Because he can't walk up the stairs. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And so there's like my dad's old room when he was a child. That's where he sleep. He was sleeping. And then it's kind of funny. Imagine regressing to your childhood bedroom <laughs> with your children. Literally, it's the office now. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. I just feel so it, awkward. It's okay. My my uncle's bed is or my uncle's room is now the gym. There's not even a bed in there anymore. What? Yeah. Is there a bed in the office though? Yeah. Oh. And then my... Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, but now, like, there's just an elliptical and a TV <laughs> and a treadmill and uh, my grandmother's vanity. The gym. <laughs> the her, g- wait, her vanity, like, where she does her makeup? Yeah, I don't know if she does her makeup in there, but there is a vanity in there. Oh. I think it is where she does her makeup. That's kind of weird. It what is if weird. it smells like... Actually, that's definitely really unsanitary. Yeah. I know you're not supposed to keep your makeup, like, in the bathroom. You're not. All of the germs. Like, all of the germs from your toilet... And stuff. Like, I really wish you didn't tell me that. I'm so, no, no, but I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Actually, I'm glad like, you did so that I can rectify this. As long as it's not like on, like I guess, like the toilet lid or something. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Then I feel like you're okay. I don't know. No, but I'm not. I just not. heard like like don't keep your eyelash curler like by the toilet lid. Oh, I don't curl my eyelashes. 
I barely do because sometimes I feel like like I like I try and do it and then I feel like my eyelashes look really weird. I also feel like I'm gonna break my eyelashes. That's fair. Don't I'm, don't put mascara on before you do. Yeah. That's how yeah. that one girl ripped them all off. My grandmother too. Oh but, god, okay, that's so like anyway. sorry. Okay, so sorry. <laughs> no, back to the back to the bar. Back to the bar. So anyway, I like super sidetracked. But yeah, and then so I was supposed to sleep in my aunt's old room. Mm-hmm. Right? And I did, but Chad was supposed to sleep in the other living room couch. Okay. Like, so Why there's like, he? well, there's the family room, there's the living room. My grandmother was sleeping, grandfather was sleeping in the family room, and Chad was supposed to sleep in the living room. But he was like, I don't want to sleep on the couch. So I ended up sharing my aunt's bed. With Chad? Yeah, and I Tell was, that motherfucker to grow up. I know. Chad, if you're listening. <laughs> Literally go fuck yourself. Chad, if you're, you know what, I actually don't even know if you're listening, but Chad, if you're listening, grow up. Literally. Sleep on the couch. Literally. I was so annoyed. He was like, well, you always sleep on the couch, which is fair. I literally always sleep on the couch. Like, I'll fall asleep on the couch and just sleep there all night. But my grandparents' house, it's like, it's not creepy, but at night, it's like kind of creepy. And I would have to be like, I'd be super close to the door. They live, Mm -hmm. they don't live in the middle of nowhere. Like, they have a lot of neighbors, but it's like. Ocean Pines. I'd be freaked out. Yeah. I kind of just said where I lived. But I'm going to... It doesn't matter. That's okay. Ocean Pines you is like... Sh- a, you didn't say where you live. Ocean Pines is very large. Mm-hmm. It's a very safe neighborhood. It, yeah. And I know that nobody's going to break into my house. Mm-hmm. I feel like... I mean, their neighborhood is safe. But you never know. They live in Baltimore. They don't live in Baltimore. They live like 45 an yeah. hour away from Baltimore. It's a suburb. But they live in Baltimore County. I don't know. Like, it freaks me out. So I was like, okay. Anyway, this is a really... Serial killers. This is a long tangent to basically say that I was... I tried to put on... I wanted to put on back to the bar. Yeah. While I was trying to fall asleep. Mm -hmm. Because I had remembered that I liked it and I hadn't listened to it in a while. And Chad and I were watching Dance Moms like a few days before. And I was like, okay, I'm going to put this on. And then Chad snoring was so oh fucking God. loud my phone was right next to my head and I could barely hear Really? It. Yeah. At that point, at I that point, just, I, I would have sh- sent him down to be with Grandpa because, he wait. He wouldn't have. He wouldn't have done it? No. Chad tell is me to get one of those breathe right. Did you tell me to get one of those breathe right strips? Oh, yeah. The ones that you see the, the commercials for? Yeah. And it's like, and it's, yeah, <laughs> see, I think it's really funny because if you, because I, and all right, here's here's a little tangent for me. I was I have I'm pretty sure I have a deviated septum. Like I haven't like gone to like an ENT and be like, oh, bro, your septum's deviated. Yeah. But like I don't really know. I look at it and it looks deviated, and sometimes and I get really I get like chronic sinus infections. And so yeah. here I am in the CVS because I saw someone on the internet be like, if you have a deviated septum, get one of those breathe right strips that Ooh. people use when they snore, and like it totally like. Like, it helps. Yeah. And so, tell me why I'm in the aisle of CVS waiting for my other prescription. My uh-huh. other prescription. And I'm, like, looking at the, the little nose strips, and I'm like, this, tell me why it's, like, the severe ones. If for the other, for the first ones, like, the ones, like, the moderate ones, it's, uh-huh. like, a couple sleeping in bed. But then yeah. the severe ones, it's, like, a guy. A <laughs> guy. It's, like, you're not... You're bothering everyone with your story. Yeah. So. It's annoying. It's, yeah. You know, I feel like a lot of my family members snore. Yeah? I feel like it's kind of like light snore. I mean, Dory used to do it. Hi, Dory. She used to snore like a lot more than she does now, mm-hmm. but Bridget snores. Yeah. It's, it's, kind, of, it's kind of funny, actually. <laughs> I feel like I sometimes snore. I don't know. I'm never awake to hear it. But <laughs> yeah, I think I every time like we I don't think you snore. Every time I've we've slept together. Yeah, I don't think we you have snore. a lot of sleepovers. Slay. <laughs> but it's like 
I don't know. I don't really know. My mom snores, and my dad doesn't really snore. Both of my parents do really badly. Really? My dad is like, like. Do the, they wake each other up? I don't really. I feel like they've gotten so used to it at this point. Today, uh, tomorrow is their thirty-second wedding anniversary. Wait, really? I know. So they're they're not here right now. They're off in. They're I don't know wedded bliss somewhere. <laughs> To get away from the kids for 48 hours. Oh my god, that's so exciting. But it's like, like, I don't know, like my dad is like, he's like cartoon snore. Really? He needs a breathe right trip. That was literally Chad. And I didn't know because I haven't slept in the same room as him in like 20 years. Because y'all are grown adults. Yeah, so I was shocked. I would have I mean, shoved Chad off so quick. I should have. Even our room. Get your like, ass off. Literally. And I'm surprised that I hadn't heard it before because our rooms are really, like they're right next to each mm-hmm. other. Do you sleep with the door closed? Yeah, but still, it was really loud. I'm surprised I have nobody here. But anyway. Chad, if you're listening, breathe by trip. And also, why didn't you just sleep on the couch? I know, it was so annoying. But I wasn't going to sleep on the couch. I would have, like, not been able to fall asleep. <laughs> and I had to get up early. But anyway, back to back to the bar. Back to back to the bar. I just want to do Thanks a shout-out. tangent. <laughs> I just want to give it a shout-out because I've been listening to it this week. Hell yeah. And the last episode that I've been listening to, so they actually had to cut it into two different podcast not episodes. Not part one and part two. And they were, like, two hours long. What? Each, yeah. And it was... At least we're not doing that, you guys. Yeah. At least... Our second episode was... <laughs> it was. Really sorry about that. We had a lot of good things to say, I though. I thought that was a good one. That was my favorite episode so I, far. I really yeah. loved. I really loved filming that episode. Me too. But two so, hours each. Well, yeah, because it was the Rosa Parks episode. Oh god. If you don't remember this, oh, and guess who was a special guest on? Was it what's her name? Jill. Jill. She was only on the she first part. She freaks me out. I love Jill. I'm a Jill stan. She's so funny. It was, but she was only a guest on the first part because the second part they filmed the day before Thanksgiving oh, and she was hosting Thanksgiving, okay. so she had a lot. To Happy do. holidays to everyone, by the oh, way. Okay, yes, we're filming this on the twenty seventh, twenty eighth. Twenty eighth. I literally thought that today was Wednesday for like the entire day. Oh, I'm so, so glad it wasn't. I was, I know, I was <laughs> like, oh my god, it's the twenty seventh, and my dad was like, no, it's Thursday, and I'm like, what do you mean? But this week has been, it went by so fast. Like the holidays went by so fast. I the ho- but, like yeah. the week between. Between Christmas and New Year's, time isn't real. It's not real. Like, I, oh my God. What's going on? I don't know. I don't know. I wish I didn't have to work this week. I know. I wish you didn't have to work I'm still too. confused on if I have to go into the office tomorrow I or hope not. you don't. I, I'm going to go. You, and I'm just going to see what happens. your boss. Like, email and be like, do I come in tomorrow? But is that a bad look? Um, maybe just go in and we'll just send you home. Nobody else is going to be there. I know that it's like a work from home for the newsroom, but I think I'm just going to go in. Yeah. And just to like, because I'm, I'm new. I want to like. Make a good like, impression. Make a good impression. And I also do need to email myself something anyway. That's fine. So I do have to go in anyway for the. For the anyway. Charis is a staff writer at the paper. <laughs> so exciting. Journalist. Reporter. Let's go. But um, anyway. So just like to to like finish this up since we've been talking for eleven minutes about literally nothing, I just want to say back hey, to the bar we've been great. talking about a lot actually. <laughs> That's true. But if you don't, know, we've insulted several of our family members already. That's, they deserve it. <laughs> but if you don't, if you don't know this episode that I'm talking about from Dance Moms, the Rosa Parks episode, there is an episode where Abby is choreographing. I don't know if she's the choreographer. It doesn't matter. That they're doing a dance about Rosa Parks, and there is one <sighs> black girl. On the team, but Abby literally, and this is all producer driven, but Abby does literally say, she's like, now, I don't know who's playing Rosa Parks. Girl, there's one what? black girl. Who what do you think? Her? And then Jill is like, well, <laughs> if Mia isn't going to play Rosa Parks, I don't see why my little candle can't. And it was so 
funny because oh it's like God. what are it's like so out of pocket and then now people like I saw and like, Dr. Like, Holly probably would have kicked her ass for saying that I know I love Dr. Holly but because like the whole thing was like oh like Nia does like to be typecast this is the one thing where like it is you need to typecast because if you're going to do a dance about Rosa Parks which I don't know if any of our listeners are like competition or like dancers why why the fuck would you do a dance about Ro- a contemporary lyrical dance, probably about oh, yeah. Rosa Parks, and then take it to competitions? No, it makes no sense. It's she, it's like what she did so many weird dances. There was one episode where they were traumatic. Yeah, one of them they were literally like immigrants, but they were in like they were in the, the like the room where they like were all like the costume stuff was, and okay. Holly was like kind of just confused on what this dance is about, and she or like where. Like what? Where? Like, like what's going on? And Abby's like, it's not about what it's about. It's not about where they're going. It's about the journey home. And Holly's like, um, I don't know how you could possibly immigrate home. <laughs> you would be emigrating. Yeah. That's so. It's weird. But anyway, let me let me just recap this. Like, finish this up real yeah. quick. So. Yeah, so it was really funny because Jill was on the first part of that episode mm-hmm. to kind of like get her, her perspective on it. I know she was like, she was saying, she's like, yeah, like, she's like, I was playing the game. She was like, no, she's like, there's there a game? Was, was she like to like, you know, to like keep the entertainment going? Because uh-huh. you have to, because this episode is just so iconic. Mm-hmm. And people will literally go up to Kendall now. Like, I saw a TikTok. Yeah. And people will be like, oh my God, Rosa Parks, like to Kendall at college, which they talked about that too on oh, the episode. God. Because like, and Kendall was like, mom, why did you do this to me? I would say that too. I'd be like, mom, what the fuck? It's so funny. And yeah, so Jill was basically saying like, um, like there was never a world where Nia wasn't going to play Rosa Parks. Like we all knew Nia was going to put like be Rosa Parks. So it was just kind of funny to hear her side of the situation. Like, I don't know. I thought it was really funny. And then, (laughs) um, yeah, but apparently I didn't know this. There's back to the bar with Christy and Kelly. Mm-hmm. And then there's also another Dance Moms podcast with Kelly, Jill, Holly, and I think Melissa. They're still friends? They're all still friends. Well, they were, they did a reunion. So See, I thought that like, I, I thought that Christy and Kelly were like, they were the duo. Yeah. And then I thought that they hated Melissa's guts and Holly was awesome. And I feel like Holly was, honestly, she was really just there to be like the voice of reason and the you know, like, the same person there to be, like, what the hell are we doing? Yeah. But I feel like Jill and Melissa, they were always at, they were always at each other's throats. Yeah. Well, no, they're all still friends. Um, Even Jill and Christy, like, I, I don't think hate each other. Because there was a, so, a four pages birthday. They'll all, well, Christy wasn't there, but she was in New Orleans. Because I think she's, like, building a house. She's doing something Damn. in New Orleans, but she's always there. Um, But... So, like, they did, like, a, it was for Paige's birthday. Literally, all of them were together. Like, all the OGs plus Kendall, who I kind of consider an OG, even mm-hmm. though she's technically not. So, it was Jill, Kendall, Kelly, Paige, Brooke, Chloe. Her mom wasn't there, but Chloe was there. Damn. Um, Melissa, Mackenzie, and Maddie. Damn. And they were all together. And then, they also did, like, a film's reunion. Mm-hmm. I don't know when that's coming out. Oh, God. Maddie and Mackenzie and Melissa were not there, but okay. everybody else was, was there. Was Abby there? No. There, it Thank was just the moms and the girls. I would probably actually, if I was one of the girls on Dance Moms, I would probably have a panic attack if I saw Abby. Oh, my God, I just I feel die. like she, 
And you, she fucked those kids up bad. Oh, she so did. Like, they were doing, like, the, I was literally, like, listening to an episode on my way here. And um, they made, like, Kelly or Christy, someone made a joke about how, like, they need to, make, they should get a discount on, like, group therapy. They for should. Because it's so bad. They, like, they need, they need psychological help. Like, anybody would. Yeah. I don't even I just, know how they can ugh. function. But anyway, anyway, um, anyway, that was mine. Now, Corinne, because we've talked for so long, I'm so sorry. No, literally, don't be sorry because like this is something you've been loving this week. Yeah, and something that I've been loving this week. Okay, so there's something that I've been doing and something that I've been loving. And so something that I've been doing is reading Fourth Wing and Iron Flame by Rebecca Yarrow. Which, by the way, she finished both of those books in like four days. Like both both books together she read both of them within like four days it's so what time it's 8 49 i think i finished i started iron flame last night i can't remember what time last night mm-hmm. i think it was like you finished iron flame today yes it was probably like flame. it was like flame. honestly i'm gonna give it a really nice 24 hours. i'm gonna give it a really nice 24 hours you texted me when did i when did i yeah when did i text you that i started iron flame because and so for those of you who don't know me i um i'm psychotic <laughs> no i'm not but i i read books like insanely fast and you... I, i've always i've always done this like it actually it was to a point when i was in third grade my teacher she was she uh, she was adamant she did not believe me she thought i was faking and so she made me read mr popper's penguins and then take a test on it she quizzed me on that goddamn book of course i got everything right because i like she thought i was faking reading she was like oh shit like you're just not you're not faking i'm like no i'm not it's just it's like i kind of see the book as like a movie playing out in my brain if i think about it too hard the movie goes away but yeah it's like, like, I was telling this to Tara, it's like, it's like I look at the page and it's, it's easier on Kindle. I look at the page and my brain just kind of like looks at the page the whole, like through osmosis. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and you know, and unfortunately, like, like, did I skim? Oh, my phone's going off. Oh, my mom did the, um, she did the disturb anyway. That's kind of funny. That's funny. It's like. Did I skim bits and pieces of Iron Flame? Mm-hmm. Yes, because it was just fighting that I just didn't really care about. And no, I was like, all right, right, let's get to the good part. Well, you texted me yesterday at 1.21 a.m. What, what time did I What time did I text you that I was starting? Well, you texted me at 1.21 a.m. You were finishing up fourth wing. Last night? Yeah. No, was it not last night? No, it was not. Because I, I finished fourth wing. Oh, I finished fourth wing. It was Saturday night. Oh, you did? Yes. Okay, so maybe it was oh. probably, it was like a week. But I read, I did fourth wing. I read that in like two days. Oh, you know what? You're right. You're right. I, okay. Because I, I remember that you were like, I'm not going to start. Yeah, I was hesitant to start Iron Flame yeah. because, I don't know, I was like, I was like, it's, I, I liked Fourth Wing. I did not love Fourth Wing. And I was hearing some stuff about the second book and that it was, kind of felt like a little rushed. I Even am, though, how do you rush a 678-page book? I'm not really sure. Yeah. But. And I also, maybe unpopular opinion, am a Violet hater. And I was definitely telling Corinne how I hated Violet. So there was a lot of, like, negativity coming yeah. from me. And, you know, and to Tara, to Tara's credit, I don't, like, hate Violet, but I also don't really care about her either, and I don't really know why. I get it, because she's annoying, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. We, we'll probably do, like, a full-length fourth Because, episode. oh, you should hear. So you should have heard me talk about the ending of that book. But so I finished, I started Iron Flame sometime around yesterday evening. I read until about 2 o'clock in the 
the morning and then I and then I finished it today around like six six thirty ish. Yeah. So that was I was a pretty I was I was I was reading. I was reading, I was burning through that book. And so that's something that I've been doing. Definitely many thoughts on that, but we will not spoil Iron Flame, especially because this I feel like you know, all of the other stuff that we talk about, like mm-hmm. Catching Fire and like Hunger Games and Percy Jackson and this and yeah. that, it's either like all of them have come out so long ago. Yeah. But Iron Flame did just come out last month. And yeah. so I will not say any spoilers because. Well, if we do like a full length episode, that'll be a that'll, spoilery That will episode. be spoilery because I have thing I I have thoughts. I like FaceTime Tara even though she was coming over to my house. I was like, <laughs> I was like, no fucking way. And on, I, so I was reading on my Kindle app on my phone and you can do the, you can like highlight everything. Uh-huh. So I'm telling her my predictions like halfway through. Thankfully, I don't think a lot of them came true. No. Oh, yeah. But they were really good predictions because yeah, I was you know, and maybe it's just because like I read too far into things. But like usually when a side character know. is like I can, and when they the side character is like I can handle myself when they can't, I'm like red flag, you're dying. Yeah. I don't think that didn't happen. So yay. yay. But that's just been something I've been doing and something I've been loving, which is, this is a really great segue into our main talk, but we'll segue after I tell this little tidbit. Yes. So something I've been loving is the Percy Jackson TV show and my little sister today, you guys, my little sister and her friend, hi Bridget, hi Lily, she was all like, oh my God, the guy from Percy Jackson is hot. And I'm like, Logan Lerman? Because that's who, like, like that's... If you're telling me that Percy Jackson is hot, I'm thinking of Logan Lerman because Walker Scoble is like a child. It's a, he's that's a that's a child. Right. That's that is a child, and it's like I look at him and I'm like, that's my little brother Sam. Yeah. Right down to the the curly hair and the really really ill timed sarcasm. Also, Bridget it's, is twelve. Bridget is twelve. Yeah. Bridget is twelve, and she's all like, no, like. Percy in the TV show and I was like nature is healing because I was also in love with Percy from the movie back when I was little and so I was like let's go I feel like Bridget (laughs) is the perfect age to watch the show I wish I was 12 right like as it's like airing she's gonna be the same age as Percy because we're gonna it's probably gonna come out like you know I feel like Next, I mean, it definitely does take... It, it the second season has not been greenlit yet, although I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be. Yeah, I think a lot of people are liking it. And so, I so it's like, I feel like if it takes... You know, I think it's about like a year and a half. Yeah, so she'll be roughly the same age. Yeah, and so, oh, I wish I, wish I was 12. And so, we're segueing because that takes us to... <laughs> Our Percy Jackson and the Olympians TV show episode one through three review. Yay! One, one, two, three review. There yes. we go. We wanted to talk about the first two episodes, but we ended up delaying the recording because of the holiday season. It was, it was it's, you know, it's Christmas. Yeah. So I feel like I like that because now we can talk about the first three episodes mm-hmm. and then we'll probably do an episode where we recap the whole season. Yeah. That'll be after because fun fact, the season, the season finale is on my birthday. So that'll be like a really great birthday they give to me because I know that that actually that's probably going to be my favorite episode for reasons which we shall talk about later yes. but um just like a fun little if you have not seen 
this show yet and you want to, um, we're talking about it and we're spoiling it. So yeah, please, there's like, spoilers. Have read the book, haven't watched the show. Uh, do that and then come yeah. back. Do that and then come back. Or if you want to be spoiled. If like, you want to be spoiled. No, okay, because this, is, this is a segment. This was really funny because my yeah. dad, We were talking. I was talking about the podcast with my dad. Uh-huh. My dad was all like, but like... Like, how do you talk about these books? And I was like, we talk about the plot. And he was like, but doesn't that, doesn't that, like, how do you talk about it if you don't spoil it? And I'm like, no, 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 we do. We do spoil it. We have several disclaimers because, like. Well, Aaron was, so on Christmas, Aaron and I were talking about it. Aaron, hey, hey, bestie. Hey, Aaron. She, I feel like we need to, sorry, this is another tangent. We want to, Aaron needs to be on an episode. Yeah. I think we should do, because Aaron, like, is a fan of Taylor Jenkins Reid. She hasn't gone through her entire books yet. So when she finishes them, and then you need to read them. What (laughs) books are they? Um. Seven Husbands of the Kingdom. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got I still it. haven't read Daisy Jones and the Sixth or mm. Carrie Soto is back, so I need to do that. I haven't read, I haven't read of either of those you either. You should, because Aaron, uh, we, I could talk about hours, like, for those books, and I, Aaron, mm-hmm. I feel like would be a good guest on that episode. We're trying to formulate our guest list. Anyway, yeah. Aaron and I were talking about the podcast, and she was like, yeah, like, a lot of the books that you guys talk about, like, I haven't read, but oh. I still, like, enjoy listening to you talk about them, and, like, because some, like, you do talk about books that I've read, too, so it's like... She's like, I kind of, and I'm like, yeah, like, I do that too. Like, I'll listen to things or I'll watch, like, I watch a lot of YouTube, or I don't so much anymore, mm-hmm. but I used to watch a lot of booktube videos, yeah. and a lot of the books I hadn't read, but I still enjoyed listening to people talk about Yeah, them. I love spoilers. Like, I, yeah. I know I said this before, but, like, if I'm not actively, like, reading or watching, hell yeah, I'm Googling that. Yeah, me too. Like, I was that crazy person. I would read all of... On like you know how the Netflix would have like the, the little blurbs about each episode. Yeah, I would read all of those blurbs before, before I started the season. Oh my god, that's actually. Unhinged. I love it. I love it. So um, to make a long a long sentence long, there are spoilers. We're really sorry. We're gonna talk about them. Yes. Um. So first, we're gonna talk about though the casting because oh. um I've seen on TikTok mm-hmm. some people have been like comparing the casting of the show to the movie and being Which like, you can't the do. movie casting was better. And it's like, I love the cast of the movie mm-hmm. so much. Logan Lerman, gorgeous. Alexandra Daddario, love her. I'm obsessed with, like, mm-hmm. I'm, like, obsessed with her. Her and her awesome. brother. Yeah. Um, I don't really, Grover in the movie, I don't really remember. But, like, they were also teenagers. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the movie and the show is different. I feel like, like you mentioned Percy Jackson as a movie without reading the books. It's yeah. a good movie. It's just not a good adaptation. So I kind of feel like they're not the same because the show is an adaptation. Mm-hmm. I just, I also feel like there's something to be said for all of the people who are hating on the casting, which uh, I don't agree. I don't, I don't agree with you because yeah. here's why. The movie, and I feel like it talks to the people who think that the movie casting is better. So, Rick Riordan was not, like, he was he was really not involved in that movie. Oh they God, did he, not they yeah. did not listen to him. He had no say in absolutely anything. Any chance he gets, he shits he, on those movies. He drags it through yeah. the mud because, and I would too, because that's, like, your work. And once you sell your rights, you're, you're, you're SOL. Yeah. And so, it's like... He had, he couldn't do anything, mm-hmm. but every single time, someone's like, oh, I don't like this character in the TV show. I don't like this character. And I was like, and honestly, it's really not fair, A, to the quite literally children. These are 12 and 13 year olds that you are dragging yeah. through the mud on the internet. You're bullying a child on the internet, it's, so stop. It's not nice to do that to anybody, and especially a child. 
But also, Rick Riordan handpicked these characters. Yeah. It's like a lot of times in the casting process, the executive producers, you know, even the like the director, if the director likes you, mm-hmm. it has to go to the producer and the executive producers because they have final say. Yeah. And so Rick Riordan, being the creator of this universe and also an executive producer yeah. along with his wife, he got final say. And so I remember he was telling he was telling Leah who plays Annabeth, she oh, I love her, but you know, yeah, of course, the second that that casting announcement comes out, you know, she's getting bullied off the internet because she's not blonde. Because she's not blonde. And you know what? And everyone's like, "Oh, she's not blonde." And I'm like, "Baby, she's not white. Say that like say that." Exactly. Like, I know what you mean. You're not slick. Oh, I wish that she was blonde. It doesn't, her being blonde really didn't have an effect on the story or her character it development doesn't. at all. I mean, there was like, you know, oh, breaking the stereotypes of a dumb blonde because she's like the smartest and she's blonde. Mm-hmm. I just feel like today and like today's age, I, that's not a stereotype There are different stereotypes, anymore. but there are yeah. stereotypes for young black women yeah. that are young and like young black girls that are that they have an opportunity to kind of to go against and to exactly. to defy those and right. so because not to interrupt but like Elwood's mm-hmm. kind of already broke the blonde stereotype. Yeah. We don't need to rehash that. Like give it to somebody it's that like you we think get is it. the best actress. Doesn't matter what she looks like. Exactly. And so and also the first book was written in two thousand five. The world is so different. Yeah. They didn't exactly. even have they didn't even have iPhones. Yeah. They did not have iPhones into that. Like, so, like, it's, it's yeah. so, that was the, the 2005 was, like, I feel like it was a very, it was the, I remember the first iPod, I think, or the first iPhone came out when I was, like, six or, when I, when we were, like, six. Yeah, I think so. To, like, six and seven. Uh-huh. And so, I feel like, like, the beginning of, like, the digital, the smartphone age, because mm-hmm. of the, the age of the internet, you know, obviously began when the internet began, but it's, like, I feel like that, like, launched us into the digital age, but I feel like when the iPhone was first introduced and the BlackBerry and all the things with the computers were now, like, screens and, like, the smartphones were introduced, that was, you know, that's a smart... We're in in a new era, Mm -hmm. and so things are different. Yeah. This is not 2005, and so I love the characters. And back to me, you know, where I was going at this tangent... You know, back when Leah when back when Leah was getting bullied off the internet by literal grown adults, mm-hmm. Rick Ryden was like, "Here's the thing, I picked you, and so anytime like whenever you're feeling like if any of this is getting to you, remember that I chose you, Aww. and that, that's really sweet. That's so sweet, and he's right because he did. And so Rick Ryden handpicked all of these characters, which is why I'm not hearing shit. I don't hear if you. I'm not hearing. Yeah. And she's doing a good job. And she's doing an amazing job. And so, I, like, I just, uh, I love them. We love the casting. I do. Who do you see, who's your favorite in the cast? Oh, it's because, and honestly, I think, okay, the trio. I think the trio yeah. is, they're, to me, they're one group because they're so, they're so close. And I was watching, I was watching the interviews with them as they're like re-watching the first two episodes. They are so it's like, it's like, I saw like a subject. Uh-huh. It's like Rick Ryan shook the book and the, they fell out of the pages. That is like, who's, did you say that? No, I, I saw, oh, I saw that on the internet. I, I did not take that, but it's, it's like, that's a really good way to But it's like, so true. Okay. Like they're all, they're all so like their characters and they have such a good natural chemistry together. And so yeah. I love them. I think that other than that, I have two, I have two standouts in okay. my opinion and I'm probably... And I'm probably forgetting. I'm actually... No, three standouts. Okay. okay. First standout, we have Dior Goodman as Clarice. She is absolutely eating the girlies up every single time yeah. she comes on screen. I'm rooting for her. I'm like, listen. I, because re- she was... 
she was re- honestly the Aries cabin as a whole was really villainized in the books, and that's because you're seeing yeah. it from Percy's point of view, and they tried to dunk his head in the toilet. Nice. They yeah. weren't nice, and so, but I. Again, that's what I love about the TV shows. We're getting to see this in third person. Yeah. And so Dior Goodman, she's fantastic. Sally, I don't rem- I don't, I don't, um, I don't know Sally's actor's name, but Sally, really Sally Jackson, job. she's fantastic. I can't and wait to then, see more. Do we I see more of her? In definitely. Okay. We're definitely going to see more at the end because, you know, now that she's gone, spoiler, mm. now that she's gone... Yeah. Like, we, I think we definitely will go see more at the end because there's still, like, a, she still has to have a little bit of her character arc. Yeah. And so, yeah. and then, um, and then Medusa, oh, who I don't, yes. we'll, we'll talk about her more. We'll talk about her more, part, but, yeah. and I will, and I'll learn all of these actors, I'll learn all the actors' names before I bring them up again, but who are your, like, standouts? Um, I really like Percy. Yeah. I really like the actor that plays him because um, he was in that movie with Ryan Reynolds. He played young Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. and he just was really funny. The only thing is that Percy hasn't been, he's been funny. I'm not going to say that he hasn't been funny because mm-hmm. he's, he has like been really funny. He hasn't been like noticeably super, I don't know, I felt like his humor was more noticeable in the book yeah. and in the show so far it's been Grover that's been bringing the mm-hmm. humor. Percy is a little bit more like his humor's dry. He's he's sassy and he he's not like cracking jokes. Yeah, which he really didn't do that in the. Did he? Do, I don't really remember. Honestly, not. I feel like he just had a, like a mouth. He just kept that mouth running. For, I, yeah. And so I also think that we see, we're reading from his perspective. Yeah. So the entire time that we're reading the book, we're in his Percy. brain. So everything that he's saying, it might not be out loud. It could be in his head, and it like it might be funny, but then we're not going to get that in the show because. He's not narrating the story, so mm-hmm. it's different. But I felt like even though I know that I still enjoy, I'm enjoying him, and I think that he did a really, really good job uh, in the movie with Ryan Reynolds. doing so amazing. I think he's doing really good with this too, yeah. And uh, Grover, yeah. I think he's doing a good job. It's Those are definitely Ari and Samhadri. Oh, yeah. Walker, Walker Scoble, Leah Jeffries, and Ari and Samhadri. Yes, they're doing amazing. They're quite literally, oh, they're so good. And they're, oh, I just wish I was 12 again. Me too. I feel like it'd be really nice to, like, grow up with the series. Because mm-hmm. I felt like reading the book, I didn't really grow up with the series because I kind of caught it late. Mm-hmm. I was, like, I was young when I read it, but it had been out for a while. Yeah. So I binged it. It wasn't like I read the first book when I was 12, and then I read the whatever book when I was 16 like I was like 13 14 when I read Mm -hmm. it so I was 13 14 when he was 12 and I was 13 14 when he was 17 so I was always reading like it wasn't like each I was waiting each year for the book to come out Mm -hmm. like some people were with with Harry Potter which I think would be nice but yeah I wish I was 12 and I got to watch it as I grew up but um do you want to talk about our least favorite things first so that we end on a high note yes I will absolutely and not and there there are not a lot of least favorite things for me yeah there's only two things that i have written that i'm gonna say the jump cuts yes the jump and maybe this is me being easily distracted and so at first i kind of when we were first talking about it i tried to to hypothesize that they were chapters are you you don't think that's true anymore so i think that it's it's mostly true but then it's not because i went back and when i'm doing when i was doing my i reread it uh-huh. After I watched the first two episodes. Yeah. And then I was like, the, it worked for, like, the chapter bits in the first couple, in, like, the first episode and maybe about half the second episode. Oh. And then it started to kind of go off the rails in terms of chapters. Maybe just and, 
interesting. Yeah, so I feel like like the jump cuts, I, they're there to break up the sequencing of the show. And I actually, I don't even know how they would do, they would break it up otherwise. Because again, I just feel like with this, this show is, sorry, this, the book is jam-packed with events. Yeah. There's like not one page where nothing important isn't happening. Yeah. And so, it just, I don't really know it, if there was another way around it. I just, I'm easily distracted. True. And every time it comes on, I'm always like, there's going to be an ad. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's it. That, I'm yeah. waiting for a freaking, I'm waiting for an ad. And there's yeah. none, but I feel like I'm just waiting. I, I don't know. I think I'm just like, an, I get taken out of the story. Yeah, me too. Or I'm like, oh, what happened to the TV? Yeah, I'm like, oh, it's, oh, it's out. Yeah, like, I don't know. That's, it's definitely just a little jarring. Mm-hmm. I think as like we watched like, the third episode, I didn't really notice it as much. Yeah, I think I'm gonna get used to it. I think it's because it's, it was especially noticeable when it was in a, not like a super action scene, and it was more in a, an emotionally heavy scene. Yeah, or it was in a scene with like more dialogue versus in the third. It's, there's a lot of action in the third. And all, you guys, we're like halfway through the book already and we have five episodes left. Which is like kind of crazy. But I like that because the, all those episodes are going to be... They're, they're not, they're they're not going to flesh out. Yeah, they're not going to be like filler episodes. Like mm-hmm. I feel like there's going to be a lot going on and it's going to be yeah. like the important stuff. Because there's stuff in like the like the first half of the book that isn't the most important. Mm-hmm. Which I like that we're going to focus on It's more. exposition. Yeah. And I feel like with the show, you can kind of get away with like... Like, you know, like, exposition could take, like, ten pages mm-hmm. in a book. It takes a lot. Yeah. Whereas in a show, it might only take, like, five minutes. Mm-hmm. And they have characters who explain it because people don't really like to listen to exposition. I yeah. mean, I love world building. I love, like, building the foundation of the thing because then it's easier for me to understand, like, everything else. Yeah. But... Which is something, which is like my, which is like my, my, my qualms with a lot of books is that I feel like I'm like, where's the world building? What are we doing? I don't really know. Yeah. But I, I just, I feel like that kind of brings us to our next, that bring, at least that brings me to our next point, uh-huh. which is I, and it's, so in the book, Annabeth was used as the exposition and as the explainer to Percy mm-hmm. for a lot because there was more time in between there was about like a, there was I think there was a week there was like a week in between him getting to Camp Half-Blood and him being claimed by Poseidon mm-hmm. and so there was a little bit more time for Percy to learn the vibes for Percy to learn the world and Annabeth was there explaining it all to him mm-hmm. but in the show they gave that role to Luke obviously to mm-hmm. and I think to set it up for the ending plot twist spoiler yeah but I feel like that takes, it took away from Luke's role as like the older brother, char- the older brother character, the cool guy who's, you know, if Annabeth, Annabeth's teaching him all the history and all that jazz, Luke is teaching him how to fight. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. You're so right. Like Luke, like I feel like we see a lot of, we see a lot of, we, we see a lot of growth with Luke and Percy. We see a lot of their relationship develop when they are when Luke is training Percy because mm-hmm. Luke is like the best swordsman in the camp and you know he's been the best swordsman for like hundreds of years. Yeah, we haven't seen that at all. We haven't. And I do I do miss that because I feel like instead they made Luke, they kind of delegated him the exposition and there's not really much you can do with that. Yeah, because I also feel like him being the best swordsman and teaching that to Percy 
it adds so many layers to when we find out that spoilers spoilers he is he he's betr- the lightning thief he's the betrayer like it because he's taught Percy how to fight like mm-hmm. he's teaching him a lot of what he knows which is so like the duality of that it it's is so interesting oh I just and, and now I'll, we're not gonna see that and we're, and we're not gonna see that and I feel like and it and it makes I don't know. I just feel like we, we. I just feel like a little bit we're missing the actual, the real relationship between Luke and Percy. Yeah, because it's not gonna make. There's no like now. It's not gonna feel that much of a betrayal when it comes out because mm-hmm. while yes, they're friends. We saw him give him the shoes like that sweet. That's yeah. Like, I don't know him like teaching him how to. I don't know. I feel like teaching somebody how to train is kind of like an intimate yeah. thing. Yeah, and he and he stole like he. He was there for Percy on like the very first day. He stole him toiletries from the camp store. He mm-hmm. really, really like fell into that role of like older camper. And that, that and and here's and you know and here's why I think that they might be doing that. And so I I don't know. I'm gonna work out a theory as I talk. Okay. <laughs> so Percy has already confronted Grover and Annabeth about being like about betraying them. He is, that line is really eating at him. In, in the books, it eats at him forever. Yeah. And so instead of kind of just like letting that like fester inside, he gets it right out in the open in episode three. Which he's I like. like. Which I like because again, the miscommunication, it lessens the miscommunication trope. Yeah. He's like, I'm really scared that one of you guys are gonna, you know, are gonna betray me uh-huh. and gonna turn me in. And so maybe the reason that Luke and Percy don't seem as close is because Percy couldn't even fat wouldn't from where he is in this in the show he couldn't fathom Luke betraying him because he I don't really know they don't have that much of a relationship that it won't yeah I, I like that I don't I, I don't really that. I don't really I don't really know I just I wish maybe in that regard it'll make it more shocking yes because we yeah that's interesting because it is such it is such a shock yeah. And oh my god! And here's what I'm. And here's what I'm really. Ex- and I'm so excited for it is because the music came out by. I don't know his. His first name is Bear. Okay. I the but the the soundtrack just came out and it's absolutely amazing. And so, I was listening to the soundtrack. The um the song on the soundtrack yeah. titled "The Lightning Thief," which is the betrayal. Yeah. And so the music there is so incredibly eerie mm-hmm. and like oh my god it's so cool and I know that it's going to fit the scene perfectly so yeah. I'm so excited to hear it so I just I don't know I feel like I want I want them to have a little bit more of a connection yeah which kind of leads me into mm-hmm. one thing my one of my gripes with the show so far is I yeah like Luke doesn't feel we've already have touched on this but there's something about Luke like the way that I guess the director is telling him to portray the character mm-hmm. that I just don't like. He doesn't seem genuine to me. Like it, I don't know what it is. He just there's no part of me watching this. I kind of feel like that would be that would yeah that would be surprised that he was the betrayer mm-hmm. if he betrays them because I'm like. He doesn't give like he just gives such neutral vibes. Yeah, he's just. A little bit there. Yeah. And I just don't enjoy it. I'm, I'm like, bored watching his character. I'm, like, oh, my God. Like, let's get some more interesting people up mm-hmm. in this place. And I think it's because he's been delegated, he's been relegated to the exposition track versus... We need to... Yeah, which I feel like it's important. Sorry, I just cut you off. No, don't be sorry, because I'm, 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 I'm just thinking in my... But if, yeah. in the books, 
in the books you can not that i i didn't i didn't i didn't i was hit by a, i was hit by a, like like a truck yeah when the when the ending realization came out but i was also 12 exactly but so the books they kind of hint towards luke having this little bit of like a bitter seed mm-hmm. inside of it and the musical does that a lot too yeah when, which i have such in-depth knowledge of <laughs> but yeah. but it's like they all you know they allude to Luke being a little disillusioned with the path of the gods. Yeah. And like, you know, especially when he, you know, when he gets to camp, because he's like, the, yeah, sometimes the gods just don't care about yeah. about us and about his, and about their children, and unfortunately that's just the path of life. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we're not really seeing, the only thing that we're seeing of Luke is that he, like the others, are obsessed with glory. Kleos, as they call it, because yeah. that's the only way to get your parents' attention. Mm-hmm. And so, because he didn't talk about, he, he hasn't talked about his quest at all, has he? I don't think so. I don't think so. We've, we've let the record show, we don't remember, I don't remember him talking about his quest in yeah, the show at maybe all. maybe he did. But I maybe don't, I, I don't, just glazed over. I don't really think he did. Or if he did, it wasn't super, like, in-depth. Mm-hmm. It or wasn't. It was glossed over. Exactly. He, he might have mentioned it in passing, but we didn't really get to actually, they didn't have a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. There's just something he, about Luke that I just feel like is missing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the big, I think it's actually the big brother vibe. I think so, too. And I think that when you give one character the main, like, like most of the exposition is coming through them, mm-hmm. I feel like that that really hurts that character and that character's relationship with the main character. Mm-hmm. It really needs to be spread out amongst different characters yeah. and different situations. I wish that Chiron could have been a little bit a little bit more into the into the exposition kind of like yeah. I feel like he was he was in the book. He was very much the teacher in the book and he was explaining all this stuff. And so, so I feel like he was more present in the book. He was. He was really more present in the, show, in the book. Yeah. And and let the record show. We know why. There's only eight episodes. Yeah. And you know sometimes you gotta you gotta send them on their way. They have yeah. to go on their quest. And while his relationship with Chiron is important, his relationship like we need to see him with Luke more just because yes. of how what's gonna end up. Happening. I feel like. I, I want to see, I don't know, I just, I want to see them develop that relationship before they, the final blow. Because that really is the most insane part about this whole, about this whole book, about this whole series that sets the, the rest of the books up. Exactly. And I want to see, I want to see more of that because I want it to be a bigger shock to the system for Percy when yeah. that happens. Yeah. Because he's, that's like a punch to the gut. Because he's just, here he is, he's just, this line, and you'll betray, you know, you'll be betrayed by the one who calls you a friend. This line is just eating him up yeah. over and over and over and over. And it's like, and you know, he goes the rest of the summer after they get back from the quest, and he's like, oh, well, I guess that, you know, didn't really happen. Or maybe he thinks it was, he thinks it was Aries. And so yeah. he's like, well, I don't really know how, how this is going to happen. And Chiron's like, well, you know, just like. Not every, not all prophecy lines are as they seem when they come to pass, and mm-hmm. so sometimes you don't even know what's happening. Yeah, I just, oh, I don't know. And okay. another yeah. gripe: I wish that there were twelve episodes instead of eight. Me too. Twelve Olympian gods for twelve episodes. <gasps> but I just, I don't know. I just, I wish that there were twelve episodes because I feel like I wanted them to see. He felt like he had a home at camp for a little, and we did see that when he was talking to his mom when yeah. after the on the very first episode. But he felt like he had a home at camp. For a little bit before they kicked him out. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I just, I want to see camp life. 
Yeah, we really didn't get to see that because I feel like his like appreciation for Cam mm-hmm. grows over the series and not seeing a lot of it in the first season mm-hmm. because he's not there for the majority of it. Like when we come, if, which I'm assuming there will be a second season. Yeah. When we come back for the second season, I almost feel like it's not going to feel like reading the second book where he's so excited to go back to camp. And then it's like, you can't. Yeah. And, and, every, and the vibe has changed. That. Yeah. There's like emotion attached to that. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's not going to exist in the show. Yeah. Because we didn't get, we didn't develop that, his relationship with Cam and enough. Maybe that will get developed. Yeah. In the last episode. That's true. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I think it will. I hope it does because I love Cam. I do too. I love, and I, I just, I don't know. I love I love Camp Half-Blood. I love, like, the camp aspect of Camp Half-Blood. I remember reading Heroes of Olympus and being kind of, like, I don't know where Percy was when he went to the Roman camp. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was, like, oh, I want to go back to Camp Half-Blood. I know. And when he, like, enjoyed There's too many the rules. Roman. There's too many rules here. Yeah, and when he was, like, oh, I like that the Romans do it this way. Or he had more appreciation for the... And I was, like, no, you belong at Camp Half-Blood. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, I'm over it now. But I remember... It was I, a shock to the system. I felt that way. Because he loved, he loved Camp Half-Blood yeah. so much. It's so important to develop that, I think. Because that at the heart... That is the heart mm-hmm. of the series. I think that they still... I think I... It is my hope that they still will. Yeah, and we're... All of these assumptions are based off of three episodes. Yeah, like... There's five cool, more. There's a five... Like, there's five more episodes, which will probably be longer than... Yeah, they'll probably be... I feel like yeah. most of the... Usually, the first one was like 36 minutes, and then the rest be have been like clocking in around 45. Yeah. So hopefully the rest will be like between 45 and 55. Yeah. I'm hoping we'll get a couple 50s. I, yes, I'm hoping for a 50. Yeah. But. All right, let's talk about things that we like. Oh, so many things. So many oh. things. Um, okay, so Casting, I, but we've already, we've already yeah, discussed that. we love that. Um, I love the Medusa scene. I thought oh, that the... Oh my yeah. God. Played by Jessica Parker. Jessica Parker, that's her name. I think so. Jessica Parker Kennedy. Sorry. That's funny. My bad. I didn't click on her full Google. I did not click on her no, full that's funny that that's Google her um, profile. But Medusa played by Jessica Parker Kennedy. Let's, what, come on, like, rapid fire, like, what did you love about that? Well, first of all, I just loved her outfit. The, the, the fit was the, giving. You, what did your dad say about the hat that was, oh, he said it looked like a beekeeper hat. Oh, my God. That was, like, so funny but accurate. And it, like, fit, too, because it, like, hit her eyes, mm-hmm. which I thought was really interesting. Her outfit slayed. Um, I love. fabulous red lip. I wanted to know what that was. Incredible. Like, acting great liquid lipstick for sure oh really you're so smart i just i just think because the way that it was really matte i was like that's probably liquid lip it looked so good i loved the um just like her hair like i felt like this i don't i'm this yeah it was definitely cgi Mm -hmm. i felt like that was really good um i don't know I just felt like I really liked her. Oh, I loved her basement. Yes. I loved seeing her basement. I thought that was a really cool scene. I loved when Grover saw his uncle. That was really sad Mm -hmm. and heartwarming. And I don't know. I liked when he was like, oh, he wasn't afraid. I liked the whole Medusa, like, vibe. Yeah. I thought that was really good. Like, all the food on her table was so good. It was giving Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. And it, it added this, like, eerie feeling to it. And I liked that. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny when Grover was like, 
Chrissy, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm starving. I'm eating. And they're just kids. I would eat it too. I would absolutely eat it. It looked so delicious. You don't know where your next meal is coming from? Exactly. And she's not going to poison you because if she wants to kill you, she wants you to turn into stone. Exactly. She's not going to kill you before she gets a chance to do that. She likes her She likes her trophies. She likes her statues. Exactly. So I thought that was super cool and I like that that was our first like quest vibe mm-hmm. that we got to see. It was like, it really sets us up for all the things that we're going to see on the next episode. So many things happen. I just, I love, I, her hat especially. Oh my God, it was so good. Because I, so in, in the book, and I can, and I say this because I, because I, 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 again, I really recently read it. Yeah. It was like, she was wearing like a turban, I think. And so uh-huh. she unwrapped the turban and then bam, snakes out. Oh, you know what? I kind of think that would have been a lot cooler on the show. Really? <laughs> yeah. The turban? I don't know. I think it would have been funny because it's like, to unwrap your head is Uma Thurman did do that in the movie. Oh, she did? She I don't, did. I haven't seen the movie in so long. That's just so much more dramatic than taking your hat it off. It was really dramatic. But I, I think the thing about the hat is that you never see her eyes, like, ever in the hat. And obviously yeah. that's the whole point. But I was looking to see if the brim was sheer enough that you could just, like, catch a little glimpse. Nah. And that's so cool. I think... I just, I think that there's something so simple about... Yeah. Just, like, I don't know. I, I just do that. Her outfit was so cool. It was really cool. I was absolutely loving her fit. What was one of your favorite things? I, I get, I love the Medusa scene. And I loved, yeah. I loved the direction they took with her story. Because, yeah. you know, there is no, there is no one right way to tell the Greek myths. And so in some, in some versions of the story... Um, in some versions of the myth, Medusa is a victim of sexual assault by Poseidon. And uh-huh. so that's why Athena gave her the power to turn people to stone as a way of protecting herself Aww. against men. And I think that's... Uh, I'm not I'm not going to say that because... I'm not going to say what I was thinking because I'm actually not sure that it's true. But I, yeah. do, I do know that Medusa is a very... It's a very... Um, popular is not the right word, but it's a very... It's a very popular symbol. I can help me, yeah. help me. It's like it's uh, yeah. like people who have experienced sexual assault. They um, they use the symbol of Medusa a lot because they feel connected. Yeah, it to resonates. That story. With it that. resonates. Thank yeah. you. It's re- it, it resonates, and so <laughs> and I loved. I just love that the way that they took that story, especially because in the in the beginning you see Sally saying, "Well, you know what makes someone." What makes someone a hero? That just because they look like a hero doesn't mean that they are. Just because they look like a monster doesn't mean that they are. Mm. And I think that that's really important because for I think that that is, and I'm just thinking of this now. Yeah. I think that that's so important for the Luke betrayal at the end yes. because he looks like a hero. And technically, he is. You know, he is a demigod. He's a hero, but he's not. And so that's yeah. not. You know, being a demigod is not what makes him a hero. It's truly, it's your actions. Yeah. And I just I love I love the direction that they took that they took with that scene, yeah. and I loved that. It was, so was, and I, and I love that it's. I just feel like what these characters are, what these characters, and what you know the trio Percy, Annabeth, and Grover, mm-hmm. but especially kind of Percy and Annabeth, and especially Annabeth, she's being. We see her disillusionment with Athena, her mom, because yeah. she's only she only knows one she only knows one version of the story, and yeah. someone was like. I know that someone involved with the show, maybe, I think they said, like, if you put Medusa, Athena, and Poseidon in the same room, all three of them would have different stories because they all had, 
you know, she's over here and she's yeah. calling Medusa a liar and that her mother would never do that. And Medusa's like, well, this is, you know, this is what I've experienced. And so I feel like yeah. it starts to be like the, it starts the disillusionment with the gods a little bit because they feel like they're all bitter that their parents haven't talked to them. Yeah. But Athena is, is you know, she's seen as so just. But I feel like it's, the gods yeah. also have their ulterior motives. Right. And so, like, Poseidon only claiming Percy because he needed him. Yeah. And I think that's really important that we do start that disillusionment. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, like, Luke feels it already. Yeah. And that's why he takes the He's actions He's been he does. feeling that. Yeah. And then to see, like, our, like, Percy, Annabeth, to start feeling that too. And to see how they respond differently. And mm-hmm. how they're like, I'm not going to betray my friends. Yeah. I think it's, like, kind of, like... I'm not going to be a pawn for the Olympians and be, you know... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be a piece in their games. Like I'm yeah. not. You know, I'm not gonna do exactly what they want me to do just right. because they need help when yeah. they haven't shown me any of the common courtesy. I'm so sorry, I cut you off. No, you didn't. That was perfect. Cause yeah, hundred percent. I love it. I love. I love where they're going with it because yes, was it different from the book? Yes, but it was different in a way that it that it wasn't. It didn't take away from the story. It added to the yes, story, which is so important in an adaptation. Because it can't always be just like the book, but as long mm-hmm. as it, you're not stripping the heart from the book, exactly, you, I feel you make whatever changes you want. It's just I love, I love, I love them adding things because again, you know, and I, if Rick Rodden did see this, yeah. he was like, we weren't able to take this this version of Medusa in the original book because it's told through Percy's eyes, and the scary he's twelve, and a scary lady is trying to turn him to stone. Yeah, it's like you know, they all. I just I love the show is in third person because. Yeah. It's a new perspective. Oh, oh, oh my god, I love it. I love, I love the voice for Kronos. I love the yeah. the pit that he keeps seeing. I think it's so cool, and there's just it's full of sand. And someone on the internet was like, "It's the sands of time," and I'm like, "Holy shit!" I didn't even think about that because Kronos is the Lord of Time. Yeah. And so, oh my god, I, I love just the small details. I love the small details. Yeah. Uh, okay. What else? Favorite. Yeah. Thing. What else? You go. Um. Well. I love so many different things. Um, kind of like the Medusa is the main one. Do you want to talk about this one? Yes. I, I love how close Percy is to his mom. Yeah. And because I feel like, you know, especially in the books, you see in, in Percy's first person perspective, he's like, my mother is the, the greatest lady in the world. Like she, you know, she deserves everything. She should have been married to some millionaire, not some jerk like Gabe. <laughs> like he believes that his... His mother is kind of the center of his world because yeah. he doesn't have a dad, and you know she's always been there. And like speaking of Sally, she was twenty three when she had Percy. Like go, that's us. Now. So she was probably twenty two when she met Poseidon. Yeah, and I feel so bad for her because yeah. it's like, holy shit. Yeah. You met a Greek god when you were 22, and then he, he impregnates you, and, and then we all would have done the same thing. Because, you know. She's relatable as hell. She but is. decided on the beach immediately. Immediately. And because, also, you know, we're 22. Yeah. We're, but I just, I, I love her. Even though, I'm sorry, even if I was 35, if I saw a Greek god on the beach, it Fact, does not matter. He was really, and he was not unlike mm-hmm. any man. And I love what she's trying to tell Percy. She's yeah. like... He is not, you know, like any man that because he was a god and was yeah. just like, like Jesus. No, I it love it. So I love funny. it. I love it so much. But it's oh, also, can I just yeah. say one thing? Absolutely. That scene where she's telling Percy about the gods. Yes, your father is a god. Yep. Oh my god! I like if my mom started saying mm-hmm. any of that. 
immediately I'd be th so freaked out. She's having like, a psychotic break. I think she needs to go to the hospital. And I think, or like she's either about to kill me or she is literally having a mental breakdown. It's, and you know, and I feel like people were saying something about like, people were saying, you know, about her portrayal of how, how else is she going to tell him? Like, I what feel do you like mean? people betrayal? were like, oh, like, I don't like, I don't like how she said that. It's like, but how I'm, else do you tell a 12 year old that his dad is a guy? Wait, what was wrong saying how she I, said what? I guess like how like the whole like reveal went and how oh, like, like they were at, like they were acting in the first scene and they didn't like Sally and la 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 la. Oh, I don't, I don't, why? I don't, probably just because they're haters. I don't. I felt like it's people. Like, you're everyone's entitled to their opinion. But but, but like, what, how, what other, that's wrong. <laughs> what do they wish happened instead? I don't. I don't. I don't even know because uh, yeah. it's maybe they wish that there was more urgency, but there was urgency. Oh, I felt like when Grover like showed up, that added urgency. It did add. It did add urgency. I don't know what those people are talking about. And neither do I. <laughs> also, it's like it can't be urgent to the point of like you freak the child out because. That's yeah. not helpful in the scenario. Uh, yeah, I like just, I love I love the way that she delivered those lines because totally like that's it was kind of funny. It too. was it was so funny, but it was also that was so realistic. Yeah, like yeah, it's like I know what I'm about to say is crazy, and I like Percy's reaction to it yeah. because I hate in sometimes media where like there are reveals like that. Characters take it a little bit too easily. Yeah. It's like, you're not going to question this. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, he's like, okay, you've gone crazy. And he thinks that he's gone crazy. And he just thinks that, think that. I would also think that I've gone that I've gone crazy. But I just, I feel so bad because he thinks that his mom is just telling him stories because his brain is broken. And I just, Aww. oh, God. I saw a really, like, a really sad TikTok. Scott Street by Phoebe Bridgers was probably <laughs> playing in the background. And it's just the tears are just coming down my face because Aww. that's, it's so heartbreaking and it's yeah. just, and again it's something that was added yes it didn't it doesn't take away the story it only adds because i think that the percy that we're seeing in the tv show you know it's kind of like he's not like super cracking jokes but he's sassy and he's angry he's yeah which leads me to my next which leads me to the thing that i've been trying to say all along i loved the uh, like i'm you know Poseidon, like, I don't care about Poseidon. It's like, Dionysus is like, no, that's your, you're his son. No, I'm Sally Jackson's son. That scene, incredible. Oh, God. And it's just, he's, yes, he is, because that's the only parent he's ever known. Yeah. And I would be so mad if someone was like, hey, this random dude that you have never met before, he needs you to go cross country and save his ass. Yeah. No. Like, what? that paying child support? Yeah. Like, you are a god. No birthday cards. No, no this, no that. It's like, you know, he's mad and yeah. rightfully so. And I love, I love that we get to see that. I love that. I kind of felt like in the Chalice of the Gods, it was nice to see Poseidon like be involved uh, you can't mm -hmm. see the air quotes around being involved yep. and to see There's some serious air quotes around being involved yeah and to see Percy like annoyed with him mm -hmm. because I kind of felt like and I haven't read the Heroes of Olympus books in so long mm -hmm. but I almost feel like there was part of him that kind of like it felt like he respected Poseidon in a way yeah. in those books and again like maybe he didn't I can't remember mm -hmm. I just I don't know I feel like he, there wasn't as much anger towards Poseidon in the Heroes of Olympus books. Mm -hmm. I almost felt like he was like, oh, like, that's my dad. But again, I could be completely wrong. Mm -hmm. In Chalice of the Gods, that's what it's called. Right? Yeah. He was like, bruh, like, you're You have wrong. to be fucking kidding me. Yeah, he's like, I, like, he, it was very obvious that there was some resentment there, which there should be hard, like, so much resentment there. Mm -hmm. Like, all there should be in your relationship with your dad is resentment. And that's why he's Luke's foil, because there yes. is, because there is resentment in there. 
But I do, I don't really, I don't know how Luke, I don't know how Hermes was a dad because, again, we don't, we don't, we're not in Luke's perspective. And so we only really see what he's done, like, after the fact. But, like, there is, there is resentment, but I feel like Percy (laughs) also has, he, you know, he has this moment where he's like, listen, he's, it's resentment, but it's, it's like, it's like the forgiving your parents bit. Yeah. It's knowing that. Nothing that you do is going to make them change. Yes. And so you can either let that kill you or you can just you can yeah. just accept it and you just you find a way to move forward with your life. Yeah. And I, I think that that was really that's where Luke and Percy differ because yes. Luke chose to burn the world down and Percy was like I get it. Like, you know, my yeah. dad's not, he's not really there. But also he thinks that like, I'm like a speck of dust in the timeline to him. Yeah. He's had a lot of kids. Like, and he is just like, at the end of the day, he's going to have a million more. Mm-hmm. And, when Percy's dead. And I'm going to die. Yeah. So it really, there's going to be another Percy out there. Mm-hmm. There's going to be, so maybe someone that'll come along that Poseidon's going to like more than Percy. Yeah. I mean, he's, to Poseidon did tell Percy that he was his favorite son, which I feel like did a lot for... Percy's like I feel like that did a little bit of a lot yeah but it's like in the you know at the very ending of the first book he was like he would Percy was happy that his dad didn't try and like act nice or like yeah. fake like fake you know fake any sort of fatherly instinct because uh-huh. Percy's like I don't know him he's yeah, a stranger to me I loved that I love it because he is a stranger let's not try to force like this deep relationship that he because there's no there's not yeah I don't know. I love that. And All of the gods are strangers to their children. And I like that they don't, like, Rick Ryan didn't try to make Poseidon be, like, the exception mm-hmm. because Percy's the main character. Yeah. Like, it's one and the same. Like, th- all the gods are shitty. It doesn't matter who the main character is. Mm-hmm. Like, like it just adds some consistency. Yeah. Thalia quite literally died. Like, yeah. Zeus was like, pine tree, best I can do. Like, <laughs> Like, like you, none of them care. Like you, as a twelve-year-old, are being so incredibly brave by like offering to stand behind for your friends. Pine tree. Like done, done. That's it. And maybe, and maybe there's some sort of rule. It's like the higher up in the higher up in like power the god yeah. is, the less that they're able to do. But I feel like he's the king of the gods. He can do whatever he wants, and he does. He yeah. does do whatever he wants. Yeah. And so pine tree. There you go. Also, Slay. didn't know her name was pronounced Thalia. Um, I'm I never like... going to pronounce myself. Pr- See, correct myself. Low-key, I kind of like it with the T-H. Because I, I I've always just said Talia. I say Talia. But... Well, actually, wait. Now that I'm saying Talia and Thalia, I agree. I take it back. <laughs> I, I like Thalia I, better, too. I like... And you, maybe... And it's me not having knowledge of the Greek language. Yeah. But I don't know. I think it's kind of... Fal- I, I, I feel like I just realized I've never said Talia outside in my entire... Like, out loud in my entire yep. life. So yeah, I've only said it when I was in the musical that I directed. (laughs) Oh yeah, because she was in there for like quite literally a split second flashback. So funny. It was so cool. But I also was like Talia. Yep, that's her name. Now that we're talking about Percy Jackson, I really want to reread the Last Olympian. Oh, that is my favorite. I'm gonna start Sea of Monsters tonight once I because I finished Iron Flame. So you're you're free. I'm free. I'm free from the shackles of seeing. What this woman is going to do. Oh, my God. We should have an episode we on should, that. But I have thoughts. Yeah. Oh, my God, Sam. We can we can talk for, like, three hours. But, yeah. I don't know. I just... um, I love his... Like, yeah. Like, his relationship with Sally is so beautiful. It's so important. 
Because it's like, that is... Oh, and I also like in We Don't Know Paul yet. We don't. But we'll know him soon. I love how he, like, considers Paul his dad. Yeah. Like, that... I kind of wish... Does he call Paul Paul? I think so. I kind of wish he didn't. Now, I know Mm -hmm. that, like, his mom met him when he was, like, 15. I think that might be it. I feel Like, like if he was a little younger... Yeah. I think it'd be really, I don't know, I would have loved if you called Paul I feel like Poseidon, Poseidon also Poseidon. would be kind of mad, though. But, I think but he, who cares? He, yeah, that's a good point, but he could turn you into, like, seawater. He but that's your really kid, call, so, like, you won't. Yeah. He also doesn't really call, does he call Poseidon dad? I feel like there's one, he calls him father a lot, out of, like, respect. Oh my god, Poseidon does not deserve your respect. No, he doesn't. And he does like, if father... Father! I call my father father. You are not a father. Literally. Yeah. Well, you could be a father, but not a but dad. He's not, exactly. Yeah. Oh, exactly. In the words of Yondu from, from Guardians of the Galaxy. Spoilers <laughs> for the second movie of Guardians of the Galaxy, if you haven't seen that. In the words of Yondu, he might have been your father boy, but he wasn't your dad. Slay. And that's... Uh, I call my father, fa- my dad father sometimes, but just to be funny. Just like for funsies. It just comes out. Just call my dad, 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 dad. Yeah, that's funny. Every time you answer the phone and it's your dad, you always go without like, fail. Dad, dad, dad. It's like dad, dad, dad. And I think it's like... It's so funny. Because, like, I don't know, like, when I was little, I would call him daddy. Because it's yeah. like, but it's just, now that that word has been subsequently ruined, daddy it's dad. like, I'm like, I, that's, Mommy's that's, also been ruined. None of I just, not safe. I just can't. I just, I can't say it. And so, I was like, gotta find a new name. So, dad, dad, dad. It's funny. Because when I would, like, text him in college, I'd be like, dad, 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 like, no space. Yeah. Like, dad, dad, dad. Like I miss you. What's going on? <laughs> Yeah, I just say dad or father. I like dad to dad. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Dad to dad. I just okay. Speaking of shitty dads and shitty shitty yeah. father figures and shitty people who are married to Sally, and, <laughs> and this is and I've heard discourse about this on oh. the internet. Yeah, what do you think of Gabe? Like the actor? What of, his portrayal? Of his, what do you think of how Gabe is shown in the TV show? I don't honestly have thoughts. Like he's. Just there for me. Yeah. I never really cared about Gabe in the book either. Mm-hmm. I just was always indifferent. Like, I understand the purpose that he served. Mm-hmm. But there were, like, I didn't... I, I obviously hated him, but I just, like... I felt like I didn't... Like, he obviously wasn't going to be around for much longer. Yeah. So I, I almost didn't care enough to hate him. It's, and I kind of feel the same way in the show. Mm-hmm. Why? What are people saying well, online? people are mad that he's not as abusive. And I'm like... Damn, oh, you're really no. you want this twelve you you want to see a twelve year old kid getting slapped around. Yeah. But to that I'll say is that we don't find out that he's hitting Sally until the end of the book. That's fair. And they're and so if they're I think that they're just mad because he's been turned into like more of a joke. And so how do you how do we justify Sally killing him by turning him to stone? That's a good point. But I feel like We'll see. Well, maybe we'll they'll see. reveal that. I think that I think that they will reveal that because I also Sally is, she is so strong. Yes. And so, like she, you can see in this characterization of her that she's staying with Gabe to protect Percy, but she's not just gonna. And and Catherine Keener played Sally in yeah. um in the movie, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like Sally. Unfortunately, was just this character where. Gabe is like got Percy up against a wall and is like pulling his hair. Sally's just kind of like, you know, calm down, wait for him to stop, and like, which is is you know that's textbook like you know domestic yeah. violence. That's textbook. Yeah. That's textbook for women suffering domestic violence. You just you want it. You know you need the violence to be over, and then you just want him to calm down, and then yeah, like you know, and then you can protect your 
child, but I like that I like that Sally is. Yeah, because when I was read, well, I will say that when I was reading the book, now we obviously know why she was with Gabe, mm-hmm. like because his ascent mask, yeah. Percy's like godly aroma, Ew. if you will, um, which is like, yeah, that's like I don't love that. Um, that's disgusting. Yeah. It worked. It worked. It, yeah, I just I almost felt like that wasn't a good enough reason to stay with a man that was so like verbally abusive to your son. Maybe physically abusive, I can't remember. And then physically abusive to you and, like, your son has to see that. Mm-hmm. The toxicity of, like, raising a child in that environment. Mm-hmm. It felt, like, it was just really dark. And it it wasn't, like, she was protecting Percy. But it almost, it felt a little unforgivable. Like, mm. I, like I felt like if I was Percy in that situation, I would be like, like I get why you were doing it. Love you, mother. Mm-hmm. Ma- mom. But, like... It like it made Percy's childhood terrible. Mm-hmm. I see. I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I think that's why they made her. They made her more reactive in the first in the first episode. Is because yes. it's like it shows that she still stands up for herself. Yes. I do. I do see. There. I do see. Like I. I listen. I totally get why Gabe. Why Sally stayed with Gabe, and because yeah. his she just needed to be like disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, we never really hear anything else about that. It was just his scent was so powerful that well that monsters did not find you first. You know they he, they would have found you a lot sooner had he not been there. Yeah, and I, like it was so powerful that he could you could smell it on Percy like for like a week. That's like, so like gross. after like weeks and even, <laughs> even when he was in boarding school. Uh, yeah, that's so yeah. Gross. I just yeah, and I'm glad that she doesn't stay with him after Percy finds out who he truly is. I feel yeah. like if she had. That would have been like that would have been worse. That would have yeah. been like the okay, wait, what? But yeah, and I like how in the she kills him exactly. And in the show, how we see how like he he's like definitely annoying and terrible, mm-hmm. but like he isn't abusive. And I feel like that he is, could be more emotionally and like mentally abusive. Yeah, and I do. I I, I kind of feel like it makes Sally seem like a better person. Mm-hmm. But then also like maybe they'll reveal that he is abusive. It's just that he doesn't do it in front of Percy. Yeah, which I feel like would be the perfect solution. Where okay, he hits Sally, mm-hmm. not because, when Percy because there. Percy doesn't know that he hit Sally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Cut no, off. don't be sorry. That was I was just gonna add that. <laughs> yeah, I so I get. Yes, yeah. I get what you're saying. And like the scene where she's like so comfortable yelling at him, maybe mm-hmm. it's because they've established, oh, like or not established. Like I'm sure it wasn't a conversation. Yeah, but where it's the norm where he he isn't that abusive in front of Percy, mm-hmm. where she felt more comfortable doing that, knowing that when Percy wasn't there, maybe she would have repercussions. Mm-hmm. That'll be the perfect balance of like, okay, now. we're not going to feel like, oh, maybe that was a weird thing to turn him to stone. Mm -hmm. Because, like, while he was terrible, maybe he didn't deserve to die. There needs to be a balance of, like, okay, he wasn't terrible in front of Percy, Mm -hmm. so, like, Sally seemed like a better mother that he Percy didn't have to, like, be witness to that. Mm -hmm. And then also Percy seems like a stronger woman, and, like, that's always good to see. But then he was still doing that, and, like, there's, like, I don't know, I'm kind of rambling, but there's more of a, like, it's... It kind of strikes a nice balance. Yeah. Where it makes sense that he, like, where she'll kill him in the end. Yeah. I, yes. I definitely, yeah. I just, I feel like, I just feel like people were like, we wanted to see Gabe be abusive. And it's like, 
Why? Why? Because also, like, abuse, it's, you know, it's oftentimes it's not just physical abuse. It's mental. It's emotional. It's financial abuse. Which can, we did see that. Exactly. He controls all of their finances. He controls. And he doesn't this. contribute, like, anything. He doesn't. And he can control when Sally leaves and when she, like, yeah. he is her. And I, and so I'm going to go where, I don't know where Sally's from. I don't know if she's always, like, lived in New York. Mm-hmm. But she has. She's a New Yorker. Of course she's taught, you know. Yeah. And, and I say this because my father's a New Yorker. <laughs> and so, and I experienced yeah. firsthand. They don't, he's not going to sit down and shut up. And Sally doesn't. Yeah. She does not sit down and shut up when she's being Which is so berated and I kind of thought the scene where she was yelling and it was really funny. It was hilarious because yeah. it was, because he was getting mad over like what? Yeah, I just Literally know that people, I just know that people were like, oh, they like washed out Gabe. And I was like like weird yeah but like also he wasn't even really in it that much in the yeah like in the book and we needed to like sally this first episode Mm -hmm. and if we had seen him being terrible i felt and sally not doing anything yeah she she would have made her unlikable for the people watching that haven't read the book and don't know what's gonna happen Mm -hmm. so yeah, I feel we like... We know. We know that she holds her... We know that she holds her own because yeah. Sally is a strong woman, right. but... Like, the new audience needs to also see that. Exactly. So we can't have him being too abusive, and it's also graphic and violent, and who want... Like, why would it's you want to It's also a kid's see, TV show. Yeah, like, this is... You have young actors. You have young actors. It's one thing to read that. It's another thing to, I think, see it mm-hmm. play out on screen. I feel like that's worse. Yeah, and it's also... How old was Logan Lerman when he filmed Percy Jackson? Is he 20? Probably. How old was Logan... Because also, I know that if you have, like, violence on set, and you have minors, there's definitely some sort of... Yeah, like, rule about, about it. How old is Logan Lerman when they fit was Logan Lerman in Percy Jackson? Was he like 20? He was 17 years old. I was going to say that, but I felt like that was too young. Yeah, 17 and he was, okay, so, seven, so he still, it still counts with the whole like minors thing. Yeah. But. But a different, I mean, 17 is so different than 12. Yeah, it's like Walker's goal, Walker's goal was, he was 12, like. Yeah. And that's so, yeah, that's just, I, I know that people were like, oh, why wasn't Gabe more abusive? And I was like, is that the hill you're dying on? Because that's really weird. The, yeah. That's the hill that you're dying on? <laughs> She's still probably going to freaking kill him. Like. Yeah. It's okay. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll get to see that. We'll, we'll like, let it play out. Don't, exactly. Don't make snap judgments when we don't know exactly what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially when they had to get him to camp. They had to. Yeah. That's so valid. The first episode had to end with Sally dying. Yeah. Dying. dying. Air, Air quotes, quotes around dying. <laughs> yeah. Which still doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me why it couldn't always have been like Because we kind of talked about how Percy's reaction to her death. Mm-hmm. It just, in the book too and in the show. And in the movie. And in the it's movie, like all. All of them. It doesn't seem like if any one of us watched our only parent die, mm-hmm. it, the reaction wasn't strong enough. And, like, obviously he's in shock because, one, he thinks his mom is dead, and, two, he's found out that Greek gods are real. I'm and, going to that page. And Greek gods his dad. But, like, I don't know. It, it just felt, like, underwhelming mm. to read that. Where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. So I kind of feel like there really was no reason that we had to think she was dead, considering, like, five minutes later... We find out that she's not dead. It could have always been a situation of she's been captured. Mm-hmm. She's been taken. Like, it, like why couldn't it always have been that? And maybe it was because he didn't see a body. Yeah, maybe. Because So in the book it says, 
La 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 la. She dissolved before my eyes, melting into light, a shimmering golden form as if she were a holographic projection. A blinding flash and she was simply dot 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 gone. No, anger replaced my fear. That was it. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, Maybe he was just in fight or flight. It could be. It just it just felt like weird to... Maybe I didn't really re- like notice it as much reading the book because I was really young, but it felt weird to watch him not seem to be that affected mm-hmm. by it. Obviously, he was upset. Yeah. But he didn't seem as upset as some as most people would in that situation. Yeah. Maybe he just maybe maybe it was the no body thing. Yeah. Cause he didn't, you know, you didn't see like it's not like and I'm just thinking of, you know, because Fourth Wing has a lot of lot of violence uh, in it. There's yeah. a lot of really graphic like neck snapping and all that. Uh-huh. And so he didn't really see that happen. Yeah. Which is valid, I think. That's a good I think that's a good mm-hmm. take. I'm I just, just I because like that. I had to remind myself because I was like, oh like damn like that was kind of a quick but in the book, it, he gets, like, one sentence of grief, mm-hmm. and then it's like, get your ass up, yeah. welcome to Camp Half-Blood, the Greek gods are real, and you're a demigod. And that is a lot, like, there's a lot going on, so it kind of makes sense that we don't dwell on it mm-hmm. too much, especially when it's a book for kids. It, we need some, it needs to be fast. Yeah. But, should we talk about, next we move on and talk yes. about um, what our favorite episode is, kind of wrap it up. Yes. Let's talk about, Okay. You you go first. I, I think we have the same one. I think I'm, mine's the third one. Yeah. That's kind of where we kind of start mm-hmm. to get to, like, the good stuff. Yeah. There are, there, and this goes without saying, like, there are moments in episode, in episodes one and two that yes. I absolutely love. I love Percy's relationship with Sally. I love meeting Grover. I, I love the Grover reveal of when he's a satyr. I love Capture the Flag. Yes. I thought that was really good. Yeah. And, but... I just, I feel like episode three, especially with Annabeth, is where we see so much of our character. We get, we see a lot of the character revealed. Yes. And so. I agree. I just, I love, I love episode, I loved episode three. I think each episode's going to get better. I definitely think it is. And I just, I, I almost wish that it was all out so I could just oh. like watch it. Yeah. As just like do a whole like straight through watch five hours and 33 minutes of television because we we did the math. <laughs> yeah I would I would do it. I know that streaming has kind of ruined TV mm-hmm. in that way that like because I know like I get it you're better. making you're making us wait. And I get it. I do feel like that's better but now that I know what it's like to binge a show mm-hmm. I just want to binge. I also I also think that we know the plot. We know the bare, you know, we know the bare bones of the plot and what's yeah. going to happen. I feel like WandaVision was really, like, that was, like, you know, everyone was so shocked. They was like, oh, my God, like, it's one, you're, you're doing one episode at a time. Like, yeah. oh, my God. But I feel like because I didn't know the plot, I was actively awaiting the next episode to see what would happen. That's true. And like, we already kind of know what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, like, while I'm actively waiting for the next episode to see how it's going to play out on screen, we know. Yeah. Like yes. we know that next, you know, we uh, next episode. I'm probably and also because they have the little like the little trailers at the end. Yeah. We know they're going to the arch next episode. Like next episode, exactly. It's, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I'm so I'm so excited. I just I, ugh. And it gets and it gets better every rewatch too because it's like the first it's like the first time you watch mm-hmm. it. You're really just I and I feel like I'm really just watching to see, yeah, to see how it's either different or mm-hmm. how it's you know, the same. I just, I'm watching it for the adaptation. Yeah. And then you get to see all the little details and the nuances and yeah. 
just picking up things. Oh, and... I love. Yeah, I think that when after it all comes out, we should just rewatch. Yeah, it. absolutely. Every episode, and like we'll back, do we'll back, do a back, little back, talk. Back, back. Yeah. Oh my god, that'll be starting to hiccups. <gasps> no, it's okay. It'll be so good. And then uh, anything? Last thing, oh yeah, what do you? Oh wait, what, what are these? Okay, things we're most excited about, and things that if they got cut, we wouldn't really care. Oh, what are you most excited about? Oh, what did um, I say? I had an answer, but then I forgot. Was it? Oh, yes, I know what it was. What? The Lotus, um, the oh, Lotus yes. Hotel. I hope that they nail that scene. I hope like that they, they do. did in the movie. I know they're not going to do the same thing in the they're movie. They're not going to play show. Poker Face. That they should. They should because that song with that scene was probably the most iconic thing to come out of that movie, other yeah. than This Is a Pen. Yeah. But I thought that was funny. I just, uh I, f- I hope that they do a really good job in that scene. And I'm excited to see Aries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm very excited to see Aries. I know that we're going to get the thrill. We're going to get the tunnel love scene, which we absolutely did not get in the movie. Oh, really? Yes, because I saw I saw set pictures oh of, my God, so of Percy and Annabeth, and I'm so excited because I think that's going to give a little bit more into their into their thing, too, because I, yeah. you know, when I, when, when I was first watching it, I'm like, Jesus, like, y'all are a little vicious, and then I went back and re- read the book, and I'm like, oh my God, like, you got, they were mean to each other. Yeah. Like. It's been so long since I read the first book that the last book I read, they're in love. Like, so they, like, exactly. They were not friends in the first book until, like, the very end. Yeah. Which I like. Oh my God. It's like enemies to lovers. I know. It's, and it's like, because, The original you know, enemies to lovers. The, it literally is, like, the original, like, I feel like, like enemies slash, like, annoyance rivals right because they were rivals and because annabeth is so you know she's she's so hung up on well my mom hates your dad so like i should also hate you yeah and percy's like i didn't know who my father was until (laughs) like two days ago so why that doesn't that doesn't matter to me yeah but for annabeth and also and i and i know that i've seen a tiktok so i'm Uh, just i i just i just want to talk about it a little bit yeah i feel like the difference between the stable parent figures that Percy and Annabeth have are oh. so different because Percy has Sally. And yeah. so that's, and it's, it's honestly, it's so much harder for Annabeth because she has a father who didn't want her. And yeah. honestly, like, how would you feel if you like fell in love with someone, but you never had sex. And then it was like, they dropped a baby off on your doorstep. Yeah. Like at 19. That, and yeah, you can't really. At 19, 20. Yeah. I mean, you, I get it. Yeah. But, you know, at that same time, like, you have to... You have to take care of the baby because yeah. that's, that's your child with your DNA. But it's like, he was never a father to Annabeth, which is why she ran away from home. Yeah. And then Athena is, you know, she's not there. Yeah. Because she's a god. It yes. is... I'm oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. no, that's what you got. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, it is kind of like, yeah, I kind of do see where she might try to be more loyal to her mom mm-hmm. because she's trying to cling to any connection with any parent. Exactly. Right. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm so smart. Do... No, I feel like you said it. I just, you said it. I just but you, the you thought. Put the, but you put the words in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, really good, I, I'm really good at like half-baked sentences. No, and I'm like, you... I don't really know where this word is going. But No, you said the same thing. We like, yeah, I like that. I think that's really interesting and it adds a lot of nuance mm-hmm. to Annabeth's character and to their, her yeah tension-filled relationship with tense why can't mm-hmm. i speak no tense- I, I thought you were gonna I say saying. tenacious tenacious but <laughs> i don't actually even really know what that means i think it's tenate i don't know i don't know i don't what is uh, what, what does tenacious mean her tense relationship with percy adds a lot of nuance to that so that was a really good mm-hmm. thought that we both shared and also 
they're 12. Like, do you remember being, do you remember being 12 and, like, all the boys were so annoying and they had cooties? They yeah. Didn't, they didn't have cooties, but I remember, I just remember being 12 and the boys in my class were so goddamn annoying and, like, one of them threw a pencil at another girl and hit them in the eye and it's just, like, I was yeah. not friends. Yeah, we were, like, we were, I was not friends with any boy. Yeah, <laughs> neither was I, I don't think. No, I definitely was not. And I feel like, like, coupled, like, the, the 12-year-old immaturity, coupled with, my mommy hates you, so I'm gonna... <laughs> yeah, like, there's so many layers. I love it. I just, ugh. That's so good. Oh, okay. Oh, God, what are you I love it. Ex- oh, I'm so sorry. I, do you have anything more to say? What, or what I, are you... What am I most excited... Oh, and I, and I touched on this earlier. Yeah. I'm excited for the reveal. I'm excited for the Lucas evil reveal. I'm excited to see how that's going to play out. Because I've heard the music. It's, again, it was my favorite part in the musical. It's, I just... It was the the best part in the... It was the, yeah. the most shocking part in the book. Yeah. And I can't wait. I I'm hope excited. I hope that it gets done justice. Me too. Because if it's like disappointing yeah it's that's gonna suck because i don't such I an important it's, i hope that it's not because i don't think it will be i don't think i don't think that it, i i have a feeling that it's not going to be because rick riordan again does have like several hands in this yeah and this is like the catalyst yeah for the rest of the book so this is a moment that you can't get wrong yeah you really can't i'm ex- oh god i hope that we get like the entire series, yeah. like the whole. Oh, I hope so. I'm not so... just the five. I don't want five seasons. I want ten. Yeah, I want the heroes I of want all of it. Disney, you have the opportunity to do something so amazing. Yeah. Like, could you... you could make so much money. Oh my god! Didn't well, wasn't it? I saw something on TikTok where this is the most streamed like Disney Plus. Really? I could have made that up. I honestly, that would that. make sense because I. Disney Plus original. Are they like including the Marvel I'll stuff with look. that? I'll have to look. We'll get back to you guys with that. Wait, like, no, I'll get oh, Tara. Ter- right ter- I'm gonna. What? I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna keep talking about Tara Google said. Yeah. Um, I'm just. I'm so. I'm so excited for that because. So for those of you who have come this far and are really just okay with being spoiled for the entire plot at this point, you know that Luke turns evil. Oh, wait! Oh, wait! This is really funny. This is a funny funny little anecdote. Uh For people who have only watched the show, they have no, you know, they have no experience Mm -hmm. with the books. They don't, they they don't have any, they've never read the books or seen the movies. Yeah. I saw a TikTok and it was, it was one of the, in a world of boys, he's a gentleman and so was all the boys in the Percy Jackson, you know, TV show universe and then it was Luke. I I was like, I ended up seeing that yesterday. I was like, no fucking way. I was like, Ah! See, all the comments were like... And, and I wish I that w- they didn't spoil it I, for that girl! I wish that... But it's like... How do you... Know? How do you... This bit, this book has been out it'd be really, for years. It'd be really suspicious if there was like... Because I would see that. I'd be like, she's going to be shocked. Scrolling. Yeah. Not comment. It'd be very suspicious to post a TikTok and have 100,000 likes... And I have zero comments. Yeah. And a lot of people aren't as courteous as we are. Mm-mm. I, because I, t- I, I scroll right on by and said, I hope that she posts something after the final episode. Me I too. can't wait. It's just so funny. Like, oh my God. Okay, sorry to okay. change it, but it says, Percy Jackson and the Olympians had a record-breaking premiere in its first six days on Hulu, on Disney Plus and Hulu, Hulu with over 13.3 million viewers Damn. making its debut the biggest for Disney-branded television and a top five season premiere 
premiere of 2023 on Disney Plus and Hulu. Okay, so it's not, it's not Marvel, it's but not, Disney branded. No, because Marvel Disney stuff Disney. isn't branded as Disney. Oh, it's not. I don't. I don't think so. It feels Disney. It's released because Disney bought Disney bought Marvel. Oh, so maybe. Okay. But do we see? I don't think that we don't see the castle at the beginning of a Marvel movie. That could be. Let the record show that I'm. 90% sure we don't see the castle. Yeah, and if you're I'm right. crazy, no, I could be though because some, I'm not paying attention to the castle like ever. I don't, so, <laughs> I don't think we do. I don't think so. I don't, I don't really watch them that much, but I don't think we do. So that might be. Oh, I'm just. Oh, it's, so, it's so good. Is there anything you're not like you don't care? I'm trying to think because we we like leafed through the book really quickly before we started you know before we started recording uh-huh. to see if anything we didn't care and I feel like every event from here on out is so important yeah at least it was like a big thing in the book I, I also, don't really know I also trust Rick Riordan I trust he's him so involved that if there is anything he takes out like I trust that it's gonna be the right call there's probably a reason and I can't even remember the book so I'm not even gonna notice yeah. it <laughs> and I it's so. I feel like it's, again, it's so hard to adapt things. Yes, but I do think that a TV show is the best way to adapt it most is. books. Because there's more time. Mm-hmm. Like five and a half hours. Versus like two. Two. I would probably, I would cap it at two, two and a quarter because there's no yeah. way this movie's going over two. Yeah. How long, how long is the original movie? I feel like a lot of book adaptations do cross, like they go over two. Mm-hmm. But none of them, like Catching Fire was like two and a half. And none of them I really see, feel like have la, ever la, been longer. La, 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 la. Like that one feels like Percy the Jackson. Okay, it is two hours. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's about two hours. So like we have th- over three more hours to add things, mm-hmm. and I do feel like if Frick were to decide to take anything out, we I like it'll be the right call. I would rather him flesh out something more important. Then do anything that he feels is maybe not super yeah. relevant. You know, Percy, he, Percy fights a lot of monsters. Mm-hmm. I think, like I saw on TikTok, his confirmed kill count is like 5,400 monsters. Literally love that for him. Like, damn. Like, he, I love that. These are his, this is the beginning of him fighting the monsters. I, I kind of wish that, even though I love that Percy Jackson is a children's book mm-hmm. and I love the books, I would love to see this same exact plot mm-hmm. with like 20 year olds because it's so cool yeah i want to be able to relate to it more yeah i mean but i related to it when i was a kid so mm-hmm. i can't i can't judge it and i feel like for that. we could kind of relate to chalice of the gods just yeah. because they were like, he was like 18 yeah he was eight he was 18 years old we're i mean that, i mean we're a little bit older but we're yeah like we've older. been through college but we know what the college we know what the college application process like we know what yeah. it was like we know what it's like to be a senior in high school right to be a senior in any like yeah, in really college was, yeah that really wasn't that long ago yeah so if yeah we could relate a little bit more i did like that oh i just i love it i'm so i'm so excited that it's getting the adaptation that it deserves yeah. i wish that the budget was a little higher i feel like there's some what Me were too. you saying about the Furies? Yeah. Yeah, I saw Christine Riccio, love you. Hey, best Hey, girl! <laughs> Please include us! Um, collab? Um, I saw she posted a TikTok. She watched it with her brother, and she said, one of them said that they felt the CGI for the Furies wasn't as good as it maybe could have been, mm-hmm. which I do agree. I can kind of see that. But... I don't know. It really doesn't. It really didn't bother me that yeah, much. Yeah, I don't yeah. really care about the Furies. <laughs> yeah, I, I just didn't really. I was kind of bored every time the Fury. I was like, oh that's my God, what I miss. That's what I wish. What would happen? Yeah. Because so 
And I and I, I barely remember this in the book. As they're on the Greyhound back from school because Grover's with Percy uh-huh. because he never betrays him, which I liked. I liked that he did that. Yeah. They see the three fates, and they see the three fates cut a lifeline. Oh, yes, I remember I that. Wish, I wish that we would have gotten that because that's Luke's. Yes, I actually wish that we would have gotten that too. And so that is where they're... And maybe, maybe we'll get it sometime in the... Maybe yeah. we'll get it sometime in the near. Maybe we'll get it sometime in the TV show, and they just felt like there was a better place to put that. Yeah. To which I I hope so because that that's the first moment really that Percy and Luke's lives be kind of become intertwined. Yeah. They just really they just have like this on they just have this off and on battle for five books. And it's so interesting, and I'm so excited to see it. Play Beefing out. with a twelve year old. Like, sir, get over it. I can't. Also, he's supposed to be 19. Sorry. He's, he looks 16 at, like, best. I just... Is is the actor? How old is the actor? He's 19. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. He doesn't look 19. And, you know, we... I, I don't look 20. I don't look 22. Yeah. So, like, maybe it's just... I just... That's true. They I don't need feel to, like They need to say their ages. I agree. I just... Why do we stop saying... Oh, it's like... Why do we stop just, like, mentioning, like, oh, you know, like, at the right 19 years old, you're going to do that. I feel like just because we, I want to be clued in. I want to know the vibe. You're beefing with a 12-year-old. And I, it's just, I feel like all of the really hard-hitting moments are going to hit so much harder because they look, they're little. Yeah. I just, ugh. That's what's going to separate it from the movie, Mm -hmm. where in the movie they aged them. I think this is gonna be more impactful. Yeah, because it's kind of it's kind of like with the Hunger Games. Yes, it did it a disservice to age them up. Yes. Oh my God, you're so right. And I'm just ugh. I'm so I'm so excited. Me too. I I'm so excited. Ugh. Any well. any last thoughts on the Percy Jackson TV? I'm just so the excited. The Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Episodes one through three. My last thought is that I might skim The Last Olympian for fun. Oh. Um, because it's been so long since I've Hell read yeah. it. That Or, I don't know, Mark of Athena and House of Hades oh was my also God. fire, the but they're best, really long. The best, for, the best Heroes of Olympics books. Like, yeah. Heroes of Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But when I like think about Percy Jackson, mm-hmm. the book that makes me the most nostalgic is The Last Olympian. It's oh. not The Lightning Thief. The Last Olympian, I felt like, was, he's just... Like, in my opinion, it's leaps and bounds better than all the other four books. Like, there's just something about it that feels like... Because I like reading a series where we're so comfortable in the world and with the mm-hmm. characters that when you get to, like... I like getting to a point in a series where we... I just feel... Like, when I read a Cassandra Clare book, I feel so comfortable. Yeah. Because it's like I've been there before. It's like you're at home. Right. And that's why I love Last of That's why I feel the most nostalgic. So I my love. last thought is that I really, really hope that we get the last... That we make it all the way to the last Olympian. I hope so. I feel like my last thought is going to be, I have those thoughts about the last Olympian, but also about this first book. Because yes. the first book, just it just means so much And you directed the, the musical. And I, and I did, and I did. Ugh, I just, it means, it means so much to me. Yeah. I love the last Olympian. I love the first, I love the lightning thief. I just, these books just have such a special place yeah. in my heart. And I'm so, so happy that they are getting the adaptation that they deserve. Me too. With, with people with, with an author who is actively involved in the process. Which I think is like the only way to make an adaptation. It is. In my opinion. And that's why, you know, the, we're talking about longer and the, Suzanne Collins was actively involved. Rick Ryan is actively involved. And you, that's a, you, 
the yeah. author, if the author's involved, you know it's going to be good. Uh, what's her name? Stephanie Meyer, I feel like, was involved in Twilight. She probably was. I know that she was in the Twilight movies. She was. Rick Riordan has had two cameos so what? far. He was in the principal's office in the first episode. and Why he was Because I, I saw it on the internet. Oh. Also, he was very out of, like, focus. Okay, we'll have to, well, we we'll have to, it, we'll have we'll to look, look at it. And he it. was also a pet, a, he was a mailman turned to stone in Medusa's lair. <gasps> okay, we're going to have to look out for that. Uh, Wait, that I so- noticed the mailman, but I didn't. I didn't notice the mailman. I noticed the man, but I didn't notice that it was him. So we'll have to watch. He didn't really look like him, but I feel like when you get turned to stone, your features kind of change. Because it's like. It's just, yeah, it's, it's just, just it's just flat. Like, yeah. you don't really, like, all the, the things that make your face, like, 3D just aren't really there anymore. Yeah. You know, it's like a 3D sculpture. I don't really know. Yeah. I'm not a sculptor, but. <laughs> so uh, good. That's so amazing. All right. Um, If you've made it all the way to the end. Hey, look, it's a little bit shorter. Yeah. Not, not that much, but if you've made it all to the end, tell us, put in the little comments what your favorite episode was and what you're most excited to see. Yes. Oh, my God. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Again, we're yeah. your host, Corinne Craig. Krasner. Tara Fisher. And thanks for listening to Besties and Book Club. See you next time. See you next week. Bye. Bye.